This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Hurricanes have one, I think, significant advantage over the Florida Panthers. One. Can it be significant enough to overcome whatever disadvantages Carolina has, whether it's a net between Sergei Bobrovsky and Frederick Anderson, or if it's up front with scoring power like Matthew Kachuk. But I think Carolina's forecheck can and must take advantage of Florida's back end, who's very good. Montour's had a great season. Forsling is very good, obviously. Aaron Ekblad's elite. But after their top three, it's not quite the same. That's where Carolina must take advantage. EJ Raddick. NHL Network joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. EJ will have to be on the TV in less than 90 minutes because NHL Network has NHL now at 4 o'clock today and every day throughout the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, Feel free to use that when you get on set today at 4 o'clock. I will. I will. And I think it's it's a very fair point. Although, I don't know if you saw the way that Ratko Gudis was flying up the ice. (laughs) in overtime of game five uh, with yes. a tremendous rush and then uh, a little bit of a net front drive. Uh, and then, of course, he grabbed yep. a stick of, of uh, yarn crock. Uh, and Whatever you can that do. Helped, uh, that helped. Exactly. <laughs> when I listen, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. And if the refs don't call, they don't call. I mean, it was clearly could have been called as a penalty. But, uh, you know, as you know, in overtime of these games, uh, you know, people are always looking for an edge. And, Got to give Radko Gudis a lot of credit. He made a hell. He did make a hell of a play. I mean, coming yeah. back to, to break up a play and then rushing up the ice, he got it to Cousins, and then he took that, you know, that that net drive, that middle ice drive there that created a vacuum. It was just like you would run a drill. You would tell a guy to do that. So, uh, you know, he's been really good. And you're right, though. I mean, that's an area when I've looked at the Florida Panthers all year, I, I wasn't so sure that their D was going to hold up and. It didn't for large stretches of the season, but down the stretch, they kind of figured it out. And Brandon Montour has been just a beast back there. And Ekblad is kind of finding his way again. And Forsling is a really good skater that doesn't get enough attention for for the kind of consistent play that he brings night after night. So, uh, you know, some of those guys at the top end are are good players. And some of the guys at the bottom end, you got to work them. I mean, simple as that. Yeah, like you mentioned Radko Gudis. He's had a dynamite playoffs. Uh, and he's a physical, edgy player, and that's, I think, is that fair to say that Florida has to play with a little bit more nastiness to maybe impact the series the way they want? I think that's who they are. Uh, they like chaos. They like physical play. You know, uh, Matthew Kachuk likes to mix it up. Uh, Sam Bennett certainly likes Definitely. to mix it up. Gudis will deliver a pretty nasty blow, as we've seen from time to time. Yeah, I think that's who they are, and I think they do have to play with that edge, and I think Conversely, I think the Carolina Hurricanes just have to play the same hard game and fast game that they always play. And if they can stick to that and not get drawn into some kind of uh, chaotic back and forth, uh, that will behoove them and give them a better chance to win the series. It's funny. The last game of the regular season, EJ Raddick from NHL Network is joining us here. He'll be on TV at 4 o'clock, so you might want to rush home. Um, 
Hurricanes and Panthers played last game of the regular season with ramifications. Both teams needed the win. Yeah. Carolina wanted to win the yep. division because they couldn't count on Washington beating New Jersey, and Washington didn't, so Carolina needed, needed the win. And Florida, at the time, theoretically, was trying to avoid playing the Bruins in the first round because if yeah. they lost that game, they were going to end up playing the Bruins. Um, and in the there were two different games. The first game, the Hurricanes controlled. It was low scoring. It was tight checking. It was 2 nothing. And then the third period hit, and it was though they were playing yakety sacks in the background. Uh-huh. It, it became a complete, I mean, just a, a total gong show. Eight goals were scored <laughs> in, the, in the third period. Yeah. Carolina was good enough. Uh, what do you make of Florida's ability to play any type of game? Well, I think they like to play the game, that second game. Way more than the first game. I, I just think Florida likes to do that. That's that's kind of they were that way last year even, and they had a different a team and a, right. and, a, and a group of different players. But they had that. Remember last year they had that amazing ability to come from behind in games. We've seen that characteristic again in the in the first round against Boston and in the second round even against Toronto. They were more low scoring games against Toronto, but uh, you know they were able to rally if they were down in games and find a way back into them. So. You know, they've got something going right now. And, uh, you know, that's, like I said, they I, I dubbed them last year, kind of team chaos. They like chaos. They don't mind being behind. They just keep playing. And, uh, you know, the thing they have going for them now in those situations is that Sergei Bobrovsky has really uh, regained the form that he showed in winning two Vesna trophies. And so they can get into a little bit of a game like that, and Bobrovsky can bail them out. And that allows them to, to kind of benefit from, from that exchange. So uh, I think that'll be the, the thing for Carolina is to, to get to Bobrovsky, to get into his kitchen, to make his life miserable, and to, you know, to put a dent into his armor right now because he is playing very, very well. He, played, he was excellent against yep. the Toronto yep. Maple Leafs. There's no question about it. E.J. Raddick is with us for a couple more minutes. The funny thing is that when Bobrovsky left the Columbus Blue Jackets and he was part of the team that shocked the Tampa Bay Lightning in the first round of that sweep in the first round of the playoffs before losing to Boston in, back in 2019, that was the first year of this five-year run for Carolina, um, Bobrovsky left for the big contract, the $10 million a year deal yep. with the Florida Panthers. Five years later, he's just now for the first time or four years later, has become that $10 million a year goalie. So it's it's been there. He just hasn't been able to uh, to kind of harness it and keep it consistent. Does the layoff hurt either team here? I mean, basically the same layoff. Florida's had one, one less day off and travel. But does the layoff of really a week, does it, does it hamper either team? I don't. I don't think so because they're both in the same boat, right? I mean, you said it. I mean, I think what was it? Carolina won last Thursday. Florida won yep. last Friday. Friday. So they've both been in the same boat. I think. I. I. I tend to think that the layoff probably helped helps Florida in that they had two pretty intense series against <laughs> you know original six franchises and that right. first series right. against Boston. They went right into the second series against Toronto. Um, I think those few days off might help them. You know, moving forward because of the game they play, uh, the flip. You could also say on the flip side, they they were just in such a nice routine. To be out of that routine maybe hurts them, but I do think there's a lot of bumps and bruises there, and that probably helps to kind of get them ready for the next round. And you know, for Carolina, the extra days 
you know, you get Teravina back in the lineup. So yeah, that's a good yeah. thing. And, you know, you, Carolina Hurricanes have been this through this now for the last several seasons. they got a really good team. They're really well coached. I mean, I think uh, they'll be ready to play tonight. I agree with you. All right, uh, E.J. Raddick, before we have to say goodbye, uh, make sense of this for some. I figure I've got a pretty good <laughs> handle on it. But we have Vegas as the northernmost team still standing by about 70 miles in the <laughs> NHL's final four. Vegas and Dallas, Carolina and Florida. Do we have to teach people in the north about hockey? Adam Gold here with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Are most of your clients hands-on or they just give you their money and let it work for them? About 90% give the money and then we meet every year and go through status reports, sure. have a financial pit stop, making sure everything's fine. It is like a puzzle, Adam, but for the next 10 of you, we'll solve your own retirement puzzle at no cost or obligation. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Maybe. <laughs> um, you know, although Vegas now part of the great white north, apparently, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's it's all cyclical in sports. I mean, there's I 32 teams. It's really, really, really hard to win. And uh, you know, right now it's played out this way. I mean, you know, in, in in other years or in the future, it'll play out in a different manner, maybe. But it's you know, it's it's great to see. It's great to see different markets be have opportunities to to go to get into a you know have a great playoff run and get to the conference final. I mean, I think I go back to the Carolina in '02. And that yeah. run to the cup final, I'm sure that helps solidify that franchise. And then yeah. winning in 06, I mean, those are events that, like, in places where hockey is something relatively new and on the, you know, on the elite level, um, you know, you need to have teams that are competitive. And that's why Vegas and Seattle coming in as expansion franchises in this new era of expansion where the teams had an opportunity to to select good players, not just you know, the minor league cast-offs of franchises. Yes. Um, you know, it allowed for those teams to really become um, impactful in their markets and to to have strong franchises. I mean, Seattle in the second year, having the run they had, Vegas obviously in the year one going to the cup final. So, you know, I think those things are important. So it's great for, you know, a Florida Panthers franchise that has had a lot of, uh, you know, rough years over the last bunch uh, to have this kind of opportunity right now. And, you know, Dallas and Vegas were in the cup final within the last six or seven years. And Carolina has been a really good team for the last several years. So it's good to see. And it is, I mean, I'm sure it's, it's uncomfortable for those North of the border who want to see one of the Canadian teams (laughs) in the finals or to win a cup, but that's just, you know, it's hard. There's 32 teams now. And uh, you know, that's just the way it is. Yeah. The, the, the amount of pressure, that they have to deal with in Toronto, the external pressure in Toronto and Edmonton. Yeah. Uh, it, it absolutely has to matter. EJ, I appreciate it. Uh, we'll, 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 maybe we'll see you down here in a couple of weeks. I hope so. That'd be wonderful. I always enjoy my visits to Raleigh. I had a great time at the, uh, at the stadium series. So yeah, if, uh, if things go, uh, if things go the Canes way, you'll be seeing me down there. It'll be good to see you in person. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks EJ. Take care. All right. Take care, Adam. You got it. All right. Before we we're get, we're going to get out of here. Obviously, in about ten minutes, we're going to hear from Steve Mayer from the NHL uh, in a second.
Uh, I mean, I, it's it's kind of it's kind of a joke, and I, I don't really think that there's anything to it other than it's kind of I don't know, funny, cute, hysterical. That Vegas is the northernmost team, and think about Vegas in six years in the NHL. Six years, yeah, six years in the NHL, conference finals four times. I mean, wow, right? Carolina under Rod Brindamore. Hadn't been in the playoffs nine previous years. Now, five straight trips, three division titles in a row, pandemic central, back-to-back metros, and have always won at least one round of the playoffs. Bubble was kind of weird because there was an extra round of the playoffs, so they lost in the quarterfinals that year. But they have been super successful in the regular season and pretty successful in the postseason. And they've become the hunted. The betting favorites, all of that, it's kind of cool. It really is all interesting. And Florida, uh, who, again, was the best team in the NHL a year ago during the regular season, didn't have playoff success, struggled for the first half of the regular season, was very good in the second half of the regular season, and have been great in the postseason. Florida hasn't been to the conference finals since 1996 when they went to the Stanley Cup finals that year and lost. So, we have great stories. Dallas has not had a ton of playoff success. They were the finalist in the bubble when they lost to Tampa Bay in the Stanley Cup Finals. But other than that, they haven't really had a lot of playoff success. But they're good. We got so many great teams. It doesn't matter where you are anymore. It just doesn't matter where you are anymore. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc.